Today's Braze Bits is brought to you by Rainbow Bice Cookies. Do you love Bo Bice? Do you love Rainbow Cookies? Well, unfortunately, Rainbow Bice Cookies is neither, but fortunately, they are delicious. Our Rainbow Bice Cookies are red, green, and white, and taste like Bo Bice on a summer night. Brazerbacks can use code BOBICECREAM for an added tub of our homemade cream. We got some Braze Good to have Bo back. Bo's always in the mix. Bo's one of our top Razorbacks, and Rainbow Bice cookies are delicious during the holiday season. He's a Constantine Marulis presence on the pod. Exactly. Constantino Martinez. I almost want to adopt Bo Bice so he could be not my son, but my daughter. Starting that really stumped me from the get-go. We're, a, we're coming in hot. It's a, a Yuletide flame we got. A Yule log. I love that. I would rather have a son, a, a son of a gun or a Daughtry. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a Daughtry. You're going to have a Daughtry? Yeah. Love that. Welcome to Braze Bits, everybody. Episode well, 900. Welcome to Braze Bits, episode Tony Hawk completing the 900. That was a, a big deal. This is going to be released on uh, St. Nicholas's Day. St. Nick's, old Christmas, a couple of Jews putting on a podcast on Christmas. That's right. Look at us. Getting some Chinese food, not going to the movies. Yeah, usually my family, we go out to Shunli Palace in Manhattan for some nice Chinese, maybe see a movie, maybe see a Knicks game. This year, not doing any of that. I'm going to get delivery Chinese and maybe watch them. I'm going to watch a lot of basketball. Are the Knicks on this Christmas? No way. They are. They sure aren't. <laughs> they sure are not. But there's a full slate of juicy basketball games all day long from like 12 to 12. There's more and more every year. I remember there used to just be two, and that yeah. was the right amount, I thought. It was always like the rematch of the finals, and then like the Knicks or the Lakers. And now it's 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 too much. I'll say it. You're saying it's too much, but it might not be enough. For a guy like me, he's got not much else going on. I love watching the league. Though I do agree, I don't like when there's an overwhelming amount of games going on per day. Like last night was opening night, and there's only two games in the NBA. It was great. Tonight, there's 13 games. Yeah, you can't have, I mean, you can have that, but on a normal, I mean, that, that makes sense now. It's a normal Wednesday. But for a special day, it right. becomes less special the more things you have. That's true. That's why I think opening night, that makes sense. Two games. I saw, I didn't see the the was it Lakers Clippers was the second I didn't, I didn't see that but I saw the Brooklyn Nets destroyed the Warriors. Yeah, Brooklyn Nets look unbelievable. Kyrie and Kevin Durant, insane. But the bigger things they they have an insane bench. They have an, they have a uh, the guy who used to be a catcher on the Reds. His last name was Bench. J D Salinger. The, the the author. I thought you said he was gonna be like the catcher and the and then I thought you were gonna say and the rye You said you said Bench. Right. I was going bench. Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench. But the Nets have a great bench. It's all about the bench. We don't have a bench of, here. There's a lot of benches bench. on the bench. We don't have we if if one of us is ill or can't go, we're like we're donezo. We have a bad we don't have a deep bench. No, but we're pretty durable. True. We're like those Duracell battery commercials with the sound. Do do do. <laughs> and we know we're gonna we're gonna be ten years. We've we're been doing this pod for ten ten years. We did 900 episodes already, but we got about 4,000 more. Welcome to Braze Bits. We got a great episode, and we're going to start our episode 
this is really great stuff. Uh, we're going to tell you to subscribe to our Patreon. Love that. Need that. Got to have that. We just put out, I think, our best Patreon piece of content yet. We did. We had our third. Was it our third off-menu episode? Something like that. I, probably our third episode. We went down, me and you, to Delray Beach for uh, some lunch at 3G's Gourmet Deli. Which stands for what? Glen Gary and Goulash. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was a good one. We had a, a new character join, which we had never never seen before in the Braze Bits pod kitchen. I think this character is a Patreon-only character, so you'd have to right. subscribe to Patreon. If you can, if you want, if you'd like to, we'd love it. We'd love the support. And there's good stuff on there, patreon.com slash braisebits. If you can't do that, no worries. We'd appreciate if you leave us a review on apple Podcasts, just give us five stars and say what should they say say this is a say what you feel say what you mean give us five stars but then really really we at first i feel like the beginning of the podcast we had people roasting us didn't i didn't love that just but if you want to roast us but if you want to bake us not roast us if you want to saute us do whatever you gotta do get in the kitchen and do what you gotta do yeah so taylor swift whatever whatever you need need that Gotta have that. Support the pod. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. We're trying to grow this bad boy. Yeah. Bad, bad boys for life. Bad boys to the soundtrack. We're shaking our tail feathers all day long. <laughs> soundtrack Shake Shack. Let's uh, let's flip a couple of burgers. Want to get into some highlights? Sure. This is uh, <laughs> highlights are coming up quick. I was just getting into the kitchen, just getting into the slow roast. But I do, see you. Do we got any? Do we got any meal prep? I see you. You're like, all right, we're doing this. I just want to get out of here. I want to get <laughs> no. out of my day. I want to watch these 13 NBA games. <laughs> I'm done with this. Wow, I'm, I'm really reveal palming my. <laughs> I don't know. Do we? Is there meal prep? Do we have any meal prep? No. <laughs> this is. This is a rocky road start, but I, I I was just wanting to carry the energy into the highlights. Yeah, we'll start with the highlights. We'll do some highlights. I was just busting your pork chops over there. That's, that's fair. Feel Stern, like, feel like but a, it's fair. Yeah, I feel like a good pod. You know, we, you have to have some banter. So I'm trying. I I'm hoping we're getting there. You know. <laughs> I think we're getting there. I think we're getting more than there. This this pod to me is just so we're over, a, are we, it's a we're, pleasure. Are we overshooting it? Because if you get more than there, it's now like if you play golf and you putt and you're online, but you're. I went to I went to this golf camp over the summers in my town. There was a golf camp. It was every Wednesday for like eight weeks, and you know it wasn't like it wasn't like a. I feel like if you you hear golf camp and you feel like it's snooty, right? I feel like that's the. A little bit, yeah. Right, but it was it really it really was not that. It's this public golf course in my town that basically they realized kids needed something to do so they could make money by telling people they could send their kids here and Sounds like fun yeah it was kind of wild smack like, some balls yeah it, it was pretty it was pretty uh i wouldn't say unhinged but it was definitely there was no etiquette happening really it was just people Is this where you learned how to play golf or how do you yeah how to but it was before? like we were eight years old right eight years old to like maybe 12 years old and I remember, though, there was this uh, teacher, and he had the, his whole thing the whole time. It was like we had to putt. We went putting with him. Mm. And it, it, it was that distance is more important than direction. And he every time he did this, like, I guess, <laughs> example, 
where he would putt to a hole and he would like putt in the wrong direction, but mm-hmm. he'd get the distance pretty right and it would still be pretty close. But then he would get the distance. Then another time he would putt it and he'd get the direction way right, but he'd hit it as hard as he could, and it would you know it would go four times right. over. That definitely and, makes sense for putting, but I feel like for like off the tee box, I get is it, was, it, was that analogy for like every shot in golf or just putting? It was just putting. Right, that makes sense. It's all about distance. Yeah, we're going to, we're going the extra mile, and but then at yeah, the same distance. And then that guy left, and he was a good guy, but I think he had some. Yeah, I think he was boozing. <laughs> He's a booze bag on the job. <laughs> Good. There is, it, was, it was a wild place that that <laughs> wow. golf camp. How old were you? It's like eight, ten, twelve. I remember. I guess I must have been there after I was ten years old because every time it rained, we they would take us to this like weird attic that like smelled very Atticus Finch. Atticus Finch. Yeah, and we would watch. Every time, it, and it rained, like, I remember one of the years, it rained, like, four out of the eight times we went, and every <laughs> time, they would take us to the top of this uh, this weird attic, and we would watch Tiger Woods' U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. That's a blast. Wait, yeah. it was on tape? Yeah, they, had that <laughs> they like, taped it, and they would just show it. That's amazing. Seidel was at that golf camp. Wow. I would love to see Seidel, a young Seidel smacking balls around. Yeah. That's the thing about these these summer camps. Rain really puts a big damper. It's it's an outdoor activity kind of involved thing. I remember at my summer camp when it was when it would rain, it would be kind of fun. Be like you had to just stay inside and chill in the bunks. Yeah, Thelonious bunks. But you don't. You want it to rain, but you need to have some sort of plan as the people in charge. Right. I'll tell you. This is some inside family baseball. I don't think my family listens to it, so they're not going to hear this. But one time, one time, my parent. There's, I think, this was the, must have been the first time my parents had Kate's family over our house in Long Island, and the it's big, big moment. I guess the big thing of of my parents' house is the pool. There's a very, uh, my mom really. I mean, I guess both my parents, but really, my mom built this. Like, it's a very nice pool. Um, pool. It's like stone. It's like very beautifully landscaped. Um, I found out later in life that later in life, I mean, now it's not like we're 70, but there's a lot of maintenance cause it's like a not unusual pool. But anyway, so the whole thing is like to, you know, enjoy the pool. Right. But they had everyone out and it rained and there was like no plan B. So then I was like really stressed out and I had to like take people to a vineyard, but like no <laughs> one really wanted to go. No one and wanted to sit, sit in the house in the living room and just stare at each other's faces. Yeah. And they're like, Lancey, what are we doing? And I was like, I don't, you never, no one ever told me I was in charge. If I was in charge, I would have planned It was something. a pool day. It was a pool day, but it rained. A vineyard's a good backup plan. It came, came up I, I thought your... real quick, but yeah. it wasn't, it was just like, it was, you know, I was stressed. That's true. It was on, it, everyone probably had a fine time, but I was stressed out because the, the onus, the Arvidas Zabonis was put on me. Right. That's a tough moment to be in because you want an activity. You want your parents to meet your girlfriend at the time. Now you're, you're, you're your ex-girlfriend at the time. Now she's your current ex-girlfriend, what? current wife. Right. Yeah. You, you need an activity. You can't just be staring at each other in the face. You need something to kind of be doing either a dinner out by the pool. What are you doing? What are you, you doing? You got to be doing something. You can't be doing nothing. Being doing nothing is not be doing something. Do something or do nothing. Got to have something going. You gotta be doing something. 
Yeah. So I know you're rain, in a hurry. There's you no wanna... rain on our podcast. We're, we're rain or shine. We're, we're we're cooking in the kitchen. I know you're in a hurry. You want to skip the highlights in the top nine and just let's get into. Want to Q&A. bring in the closer? Yeah. yeah. You want to do it or should I do it? <laughs> that sounds. Like I'm in no bit, rush. That sounds like I'm a in remix. No rush. <laughs> I got. Dude, I actually. Piss, piss, piss. I, I actually have an idea. If there's any musical-minded, I keep forgetting to say this. If there's any musical-minded Brazerbacks that would be interested in taking a crack at recording the bits song to close, we'll take yeah. any and all submissions. That would be a dream. That would yeah. be an absolute dream. We've, there's a lot of different renditions that you could probably edit together, string together. <laughs> well, yeah. You could edit them together. You, I'm, I'm talking about an original composition. Oh, to make their own. Yeah. And that's even better. That'd probably be, actually sound good. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't know. What, what were you saying? To just edit the saying, I listen to Comedy Bang Bang podcast, and there's they, have a, they do like an outro song. And they like they sing it, and then they have somebody edit together to make it sound good afterwards. Uh, like put a beat behind it, and like put an auto tune on it. I'm talking. I guess people could do that. I'm talking original artistry. I love original. Do artistry. a cover, or your own. Make it a cover, but it's so good that it's really your own. Right. Like our Braze Bits intro song. That was, yeah. that was a beautiful original piece by an, by an anonymous, anonymous singer. An anonymous singer. <laughs> yeah. Anonymous <laughs> funk. Yeah, a Juilliard trained musician. Wow, that's that's revealing a couple of cards. Yeah, but I love I love our song. Yeah, that's our song. That's our Brazerback song. That's our cry song. That is our cry song. Chicken song. What is that? It's a uh, Chinese appetizer. Chicken, chicken song. Chicken song. Yeah, it's like uh, sometimes the chicken and lettuce wraps called chicken song. Uh. Wow. I guess the episode's over. It's just getting. I think we're just getting started. Let's get into those highlights. <laughs> wow, you want now? You want to get into highlights? I thought we were just riffing. No, now I now I'm fed up with the episode. <laughs> this has gone on too long. I created a monster. Monsters Inc. I got a interesting highlight. I'm not a. I I like to. I have a love hate relationship with barstool sports. I've been reading them for a long time since um, since college. I went to UMass, and they started in Boston. Um, but there's a uh, they're doing like a, a fund now to help New York local restaurants. And there's a Italian restaurant around the corner from my apartment in Astoria, Trattoria L'Incontro. and um, the, the owner then that the head chef had a viral video where he was eating outside with. Some of his coworkers in the snowstorm, being like, "This is our. This is how you can only dine in New York," and kind of, uh, I guess, going after De Blasio a little bit, and like how the restaurants are just failing and no one's supporting them. It went viral, and then Barstool uh, raised like a hundred thousand dollars for the restaurant, and really helped. I think it's going to help the restaurant survive the pandemic. And it's, it's my f- favorite restaurant in Astoria. I've gone there for birthdays, family events holidays it's, it's highly recommended but um i think it was very cool and, and something that affected me uh like a local restaurant that's one of my favorite places being saved by uh the barstool fund that's great yeah yeah i do really feel for these right it's it really is terrible like you either have to it's so simple you either have to if 
if you're gonna, as the government going to mandate restaurants be closed, you have to provide some sort of relief. Yeah. Or you just let restaurants open and people have to decide for people themselves. People have to decide for themselves, but like this is this is it's crazy. No. That restaurants are closed. I mean, I guess restaurants aren't technically closed. You could do takeout, but I mean they're the space they're closed. You yeah. can't dine at a restaurant. Right. The business model of a restaurant is that you need a certain amount of people there for it to work and the government is saying you can't have anyone there. Especially like this guy, the the owner of this restaurant said that like, they make their most money in December, yeah. January. They make I, the money that they that they like kind of cover themselves in the spring during this time. So like this is how are they going to survive the spring without this money? It's 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 a tough, impossible situation. Yeah, the like I think the lack of money during the holidays is is people are really feeling it in different. I was walking in Soho the other other day. There was like not that many people there. Usually, it's a a mob uh, mob boss mob mob wives mob wives. There's usually mob wives all over the place. Just oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. For tours, for even though December is a cold month for for walking tours, I think if two of maybe two of the three years I've done tours, it was the most profitable. Right. And in comedy at the Lantern, it was madness. And I would, oh, I, yeah. I feel like in terms of comedy money, I would personally make a fair amount of money, at least doing New York shows, which no one you know yeah. don't really make money in New York shows. But there were always so many people and. The shows were like this time of year. The shows were. This is a favorite, my favorite time of year to do comedy. That cold hard comedy cash in the yeah. winter time. Everyone's coming in from the cold, coming yeah. into a tight warm room. Literally a warm crowd trying to warm up together. Yeah, around some bits, getting that Buzz Aldrin of laughs. Oh my god, it feels like forever. It feels like a long time ago, but it feels it feels like there's some sort of light at the end of the tunnel. We talked about the vaccine last week. We talked about the science. We're both pretty much scientists. We're brave scientists. I'm optimistic heading into the summer. I'm hoping this will be somewhat a new normal for summertime, but I'm hoping we can get back to some comedy shows indoors. It is crazy how everyone's just like accepted. Not accepted, but there is nothing now. I mean, it's cold, but I feel like in the past month and a half, stand up, at least in New York, and I feel like this is true from just what I've seen elsewhere. It's like nothing's happening. I think and everyone it's is just going like, on, but people are uh, the ones that were promoting themselves. I think we're getting uh, like publicly shamed. Yeah, on, like, because Facebook. yeah, they should be. Yeah. Well, if you're doing it inside, if you're doing something outside, outside I, is fine. Yeah, but, but outside is just it's too cold. Yeah, it's too cold. So it's it is crazy how too everyone's cold collectively hold. decided stand comedy's over. It's pretty. Yeah. it's a pretty good bit. <laughs> kind of a sick bit it's pretty nuts pretty pretty nuts so that was your highlight it's a good highlight that's my highlight very altruistic yeah that that and the uh, nba season being back very excited about b-ball hoops being back yeah i'm gonna hoop it up what's your highlight my highlight is i went on a walk i've been going on a lot of walks i've been trying to get more vitamin d because when i was younger i liked sunny d but Love now i can't really drink it because i don't know where to get it and i also I, I feel like if i brought it home kate would kick me out of the house i feel like you wouldn't like it now no it's so good as kids but it, I, don't, I feel like it can't be as good though capri sun is still bomb i've had, no, a, I had a capri not. sun no. a while ago oh my god capri sun's so juicy and sweet are you what are you are you Nuts? are you um 
You ever see the movie The Benchwarmers? Now you're saying I'm a benchwarmer? No. I thought I was a I'm starter. I'm saying you're Carlos the pitcher whose birth certificate is I am 12. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. I don't know the reference. You haven't? No. You should. I don't... I, you know I'm a... I've watched so many movies. Is I that an Adam Sandler movie? Them. It's not, but it's in the... It, it's But Rob Schneider is in it, and uh, what Napoleon Dynamite. What's his name? John Hader? I don't know his name. Yeah. John Hader. And it it's good. It's dumb. It's really dumb, but it's good. Love me some dumb dumb. Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. I was on a walk. Was that what I was saying? Yep. What was it? How did we get to that? You were going to... Something about Sunny D, and then Sun, I said Capri yeah, Sun. Yeah, I'm trying to get vitamin D. Yeah, there it is. D. And... You always find a way back. Thanks Sometimes we, we go nuts, but we find our way back. If it wasn't for our seamless Grubhub teamwork, there'd be no no way back. Exactly. I would just be overhitting the putt. It would be going from the Lower East Side to Long Island, and it'd be over. That's the wrong direction. That is definitely the wrong direction. The wrong direction. You don't want to get stuck on that LIE traffic. No. One more thing before I get to my highlight. Do you notice that whenever you talk about roads in a place, people automatically like you more? <laughs> like it are you referring to if you did a show out of town and you named a road and yeah and you're like oh man yeah. 95 and <laughs> yeah. people are like oh, oh 95 absolutely yeah absolutely it's, people, yeah. It's, it's literally relatable because people have driven down that same road it's like oh yeah I've been there I feel like if you get into an argument somewhere just reference the nearest major road and you're fine <laughs> that's a bit that's a good one that'd be very funny that's got a lot of different highways, a lot of different lanes. Yeah, like if you're a lot of different lanes. If you're in L.A. and you're gonna, you're in a fight because you stole someone's quinoa, just say, hey, man, I'm real sorry. I was just on the 405. <laughs> you were on the 405, too? <laughs> I've been on the 405 at that time of day. It's terrible. Yeah, I would right, steal some quinoa also. <laughs> anyway, I, like I was on a walk, and... I've been trying to go on more walks. And the beginning of the walk, I wasn't really that into it. There's a lot of, even though, even though there's less people in New York because of the pandemic, it feels like you're trying to stay away from people and people are nuts. There's, we've said this, <laughs> there's less people, but the amount of crazy people have stayed the same. So there's, Absolutely. or increased. So there's literally just less Normal and people. I think everyone's getting more crazier and crazier just because this is a crazy time. This is true, and it's it was it snowed and the snow is like really just melted. But this was a few days ago, so there's still a lot of snow. So you're like kind of walking over the snow and the slush. I was kind of in a bad mood, and I walked all the way. I'm ba- you know I'm basically on the East River, and I walked all the way across the island uh, to the west side to like to Battery Park, basically that area. And I wasn't really in a good mood. There was this woman who this she was a mom with her kids and she was kind of like there's three kids in her and she was like trying to corral the kids but she was also like blocking the walkway and she was like calling for her son like she was like winston his name wasn't winston but she was like winston winston but she was just like blocking the walkway and she was like no one existed except for her children which is makes sense but i was also just trying to get through and it was a whole thing and then I was like, man, I have to go to the bathroom, and I don't know if I'm going to make it back. Like, I'll make it back, but it's just going to be really annoying to have to walk back. And then I thought, what if I went to the bathroom? Like, what if I found a bathroom? So 
I was in this, it's like Hudson River Pier, it's called. I don't know, you know, it's like the new, it's not new, I, I don't know how new it is, but I just walked this park and I, I found a bathroom. And I went to the bathroom and it was great. And I felt so much better. And then I just had like a great walk back. Suddenly there was less people. Suddenly everyone was less annoying. Maybe it has something to do with me and not all these other people. <laughs> <laughs> and then I decided, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna go to the market and I'm going to get like a, a baguette. And I'm going to get some cheese. And then I went home and I made like cheese and jam on a baguette. And it was great. Wow. this What a journey. It sounds like to me that you just got to monitor your bladder. Once you empty your bladder, your whole mood change, changes. Set bladder. I definitely have to monitor it. <laughs> but I understand. It's, it causes anxiety. I'll go for a long walk. And it's a part of the thing. Like, I love a long walk. But at some point, you got to go pee. And it's like, I, I don't know if I want to hold it. But then when you get you go pee, you find a place to duck into. You get that relief of like, I oh, I can I can enjoy the walk back. I have now I have more time than I thought. I'm I'm back. It's what a journey. Yeah, I would definitely say that like when you have to pee, and you find a place, it's definitely like one of those small joys in life. I would I could not I could not agree more. A thousand percent. That's just one of those little tiny little pleasures that you know you, you people don't people overlook it. People overlook it, but I don't think we're going to overlook it this week. And why is that? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting, getting the bench press again. Don't I don't need no spotter this time, Lance? I'm happy you asked me that. It's 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 random that you asked me that. It's pretty out of nowhere. But I'll tell you why. It's because this week, Lance, the top nine list. It's life's simple pleasures, life's tiny joys. Top nine tiny joys of life. Joy soap. Ode to joy. Almond Joy. Joy Jones Jr. Very nice. This is, I mean, this was uh, your recommendation. I absolutely loved it the second you said it to me, texted it to me. You sent it to me. Sometimes we don't always text or email. You just kind of send me things over wavelengths through our brains, from our braised brains. And this one I just, I, I connected to instantly. I feel like it could go, we could both have wildly different lists. Um, I went from... I have a couple material ones, but I also have like moments and like uh, physical feelings. But it, it's going to be wild. It's going to be another journey. It is going to be interesting. I decided that none of mine include any sort of human to human interaction. Interesting. But it's, it's, okay, yeah, it's it's a wide net. So this is a dish that you could cook with really a lot of different ingredients. So I think we're gonna have some nice souffles here. I couldn't agree more. You want to get on base? I'll get on base. Knock, knock, get on base, get a couple base knocks, and I'll drive you in. I'm going to, not only am I going to get on base, but I'm going to score a lot of runs. I'm going to bat around. Why? So you before you even shot. get up, I'm going to, you might have to get pulled as the pitcher. I'll get the bullpen warmed up. He's pulling a Babe Ruth. He's pointing the bat to center field. Let's, let's hear it. My number nine is finding money that you didn't realize was in your pocket classic it's a good Absolute one classic your net worth is is something and then all of a sudden it's twenty dollars greater it is such a jolt there's infinite possibilities with the twenty dollars it's twenty dollars that you didn't have the second before you, that jam you saw that you wanted to make that bread and cheese with didn't think you could get it now with twenty dollars maybe you get two jars 
So you start jars. with zero jars. You start with negative jars because you can't get the jam because you think you can't afford it. And mentally you're dejected, so you have negative one. But then you find the $20 and you already have two. Two jars, that's Jar Jar Binks. That is, that is indeed Jar Jar Binks. The only reason why it's number nine, I actually initially had much higher. But I have it as number nine because it insinuates that you have some sort of irresponsibility with your money that you don't know where it is. <laughs> so in an ideal world, you actually should never have this. In an ideal world, yes, 100%. I most recently had that one of my winter jackets that I whipped out that I hadn't seen since last winter. Had a, a fresh 20 in there. You love to see it. I did not have that with my winter jacket. Instead, I had these flyers that were promoting my special that I was recording in March that yeah, did not happen. Cause a bit more depressing. That's a bit more depressing. It was, yeah. it was definitely the opposite of money. It actually that's... lost money because I spent money on these flyers. And <laughs> What's the opposite of life's simple pleasures? That's a, a life's simple slap in the nuts. Stab in the heart. <laughs> Beautiful. So that's number nine. My number eight is the entire cooking cycle of an onion. We've talked a lot about garlic here, and I thought about the smell of garlic, but ultimately I decided we've talked about it too much, so I didn't include it. But an onion, I love chopping up an onion, getting that good cry. I don't really cry in, in real life, but give me an onion, I'll, I'll ball. Nice sinus Lonzo. clearing. Some of the onions, sometimes they really get me. I'm sobbing. I'm like a car from 1994. I'm a sob. Sobbing Williams. Sob Dole. Jay and Silent Sob. Nice. And love that part of it. Of it. And then you put them in the pan. I've been putting in a lot of onions in woks recently. And the smell of onions. It's not quite garlic, but it's almost there. And then you combine that with the crying. It's tough to beat. You enjoy the crying? You're, oh, yeah. you're, you're... Sometimes I'm you're, crying you're so hard. Sometimes I'm crying so hard. But I, I like really, tr- I try to power through all the time. I'll never like, even if I'm crying, I'll just keep doing it. Even if the tears start going into the the onions. Uh, like, well, you ever, I try like, 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 like wipe I, your face. I don't know. I don't think it ever gets that bad. Like, like maybe I'll have a paper towel and I'll just like wipe the tears and the snot. But then yeah, I'm getting on the onions. Starts getting dangerous. Your eyes are filled with tears and you can't see what you're slicing. You don't want to slice off a, a lance finger. It hasn't happened yet. When it does, I'll, I'll let you know. Remain. I'll remain let you know. <laughs> so you're, the life cycle of, of an onion, you mean like then when the longer you, you cook it, like how it changes? I'm just saying, yeah, the longer you cook it, actually, I like uh, caramelized. Caramelized, yeah. I like... Car- caramelized. Caramelized. I like that. I do like that a lot. I like the fact when you peel it in the layers, it's telling all these different stories. In Shrek, it, it it got overshadowed by the parfait. <laughs> Remember when Donkey was like talking about onions and the layers, but then said a parfait instead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's a deep hole. Yeah, I like when That's you a- cut onions, and sometimes you cut them in like in like ribbons, but mm-hmm. then other times you just chop them up real real tight. Slice and dice. Yeah. Antonio McDice. I also like how when I read Holes, the you know that book Holes. Yep. Shia LaBeouf. Sure. His, his that was he became Shia LaBeouf because of Holes. 
Think so? That's yeah, one of his, that's that one of his first his, big movies. Yeah, I guess he was in the Disney Channel, but that was his first big movie. Shia the Buffalo one. Yeah, and there was some subplot. I don't know if it made the movie. It might have, but there was this guy, or just like onions. Like if you ate onions, you were like. I remember healthy. that guy from the yeah. book? Yeah. And so now I just think onions are the beacon of health. I love onions. I'm pro onion. I prefer a white onion to a purple onion. The only one thing I don't like about onions is when you cook them so long and you get caramelized, you lose some. You don't lose them, but they get smaller in, in quantity. That's the longer the longer they're cooking. That's a, you got to lose some onions to make a omelet. Yeah, omelet bars are good. No, <laughs> I like that. That's a, that's a good one. That's a deep one. The, the life cycle of an onion. It's a simple pleasure. My number seven is good soap. Hmm. This is kind of a new thing, but not really. I remember Kate and I, this was like one of our first trips, like 24, maybe 23 or 24, and we went to Newport, and we went during the winter. And I'm a huge proponent of going to Beach summer places in the winter. In the winter. Everything's cheaper. No one's there. You feel like you have the place to yourself. One time we went to Provincetown and Cape Cod for New Year's. Fantastic. What? I do like the idea of like seeing that kind of town in, in an off peak season. But what are you? What are you doing? What? What do you? What do you do all day? What do you do at night? What? Do, what are you doing? <laughs> doing a lot of things. Going out to dinner, walking around. Do what? What do you do when you're normally there? Going to the beach. Yeah, walking Being, at the walking along the beach. I love it. I mean, I prefer the beach not in the summer. That's that's uh, that's sacrilege. I don't. I, mean, I love the beach all the time, but that's that's crazy. No one's there. You, it, why would you want to do something when other people are doing it? <laughs> For the energy. Well, it's unfortunate, but it's the best. Usually, when people are there, it's when it's the best time to be there. It's also when you're getting stabbed with umbrellas. Flying umbrellas through the air, ice cream people tripping over your sandcastle. It's dangerous. <laughs> what is someone that doing do a soap? wedding? Someone doing a wedding photo shoot. Getting you can sunburn. But so you it's went brutal. to one of these towns and you got a good soap. Anyway, so we went to, <laughs> we went to Newport, and I bought this like sea salt soap, and I remember it was like the first time I bought like a nicer soap, and it was amazing. But then I rationalized because I didn't fi- I didn't have twenty dollars I found in my pocket. I was like, I can't be doing this. I can't be at twenty four years old. Can't be spending my money on soaps. We're like, talking shower like, soaps, right? Not yeah, talking hand yeah, shower soap. soaps like bars of shower soap. soaps. Yeah, I'm like, I can't be spending my money on this. I got all this, you know, Narragansett to to pound. I can't be right. getting soap. More recently, it feels in, like a soap opera. In the Big Apple box, uh, there was a soap like a nicer soap it's very interesting because of the items in the at fall box that that you received it was my favorite item in there i have heard many compliments about every all the other things that were in there none about the soap the soap is my favorite so much <laughs> to the point where i've like gone back to the place and got soap we have that soap i genuinely look forward to taking i mean not that i didn't look forward to taking a shower before but it just is such a quality life upgrade. I can't go back to normal soap. Wow. I love that bar of soap. That, that's the first bar of soap I've used since the 80s. I'm usually, I think, a body wash guy. I don't I don't know why that is. I think it's just easier. 
like bars of soap in general, they kind of are weird to me. I don't really know how like how they they get all wet and then you put them back and then they kind of go back to getting dry. I guess that's what happens. Like they they like get back to their non soap. Yeah, they uh, when they're wet, they're wet, but when they're dry, they're dry. Right, that makes like, sense. They're kind of like every object in that no, way. That, <laughs> but they're only usable when wet. And like you rub it. Like, are you supposed to rub the soap onto like the, it's kind of similar to the sponge thing. Like I see what you're saying. If you're by yourself, then I think you just rub the soap all over your body. Exactly. That's that's what I usually do. But Yeah. If you're with if there's something else that you're with someone else, I'll just kind of just like take a bunch off like it's wet so you'll be able to kind of just like take a bunch off it with your hand got it and then you apply with your hand yeah got it there's many i don't think there's a wrong way and i feel like there's other things where you could put the soap on like a little sponge thing like a shower sponge. yeah people do that but that's that's a lot yeah no it's a a great it smells great it really makes the whole bathroom smell great exactly it makes yeah it makes the bathroom smell great you feel great it's a it's a small luxury. It's a, a small luxury that's a small joy. Simple joy. Love that. It's a good one. That's my number seven. Numero seven. Very told, good. Told you I batted around. <laughs> you did. I got a five nothing lead here. Wow. I'm going to dig out. I love playing from behind. I'm coming for you. My number nine, we talked about it last week. Uh, it's one of my... It's, I always have... I got one burning right now. It's a candle. It's a simple joy. It's a simple pleasure. It sets the mood in the room, uh, the energy in the room. The smell of it's fantastic, but just having a candle kind of just mellows you out. Um, there's so many different kinds now. Can't get enough of it. It's a candle. I don't know what else to say about it. Numero nine. I knew you were going to have it. I'm surprised you have it number nine. Yeah. It's more just because we talked about it last week. I guess so. Yeah. I love a good candle, especially when they're kind of like supposed to mimic a fireplace and they start crackling. Yeah, that's QAB to me. But I overall, I, I enjoy a Michael Ola candle. I do like Michael Ola candles too. <laughs> those are those are number one draft pick in in my mind. A thousand percent. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm a candle guy too. I guess we've talked a lot about candles. So, yeah. if you want to hear more, subscribe to our Patreon, please. My number eight is using an avocado, eating an avocado at its freshest possible state, like. Yeah, just at its most. You usually buy an avocado and you're like, oh, this will be perfect in three days. This will be good in a couple of days. But it's hard to really plan that out and like to, to time it up. Sometimes you're not eating it at its freshest state. Sometimes you it goes bad because you haven't eaten it yet. But getting it, when you, when you slice it open, you pull open the center and you see it's at its peak green, juicy, but firm. You can't beat it. It's timing. It's the per- It's the universe. Giving you a nice slap on the tush, saying, like, good job. You planned out this avocado correctly. Maybe make some guacamole. Get some avocado toast. Smear it on your nipples. It's my number eight, using avocado at the freshest state. It makes me want to sing. Like, just, av- <laughs> avocado bice. <laughs> there it is. That's the American Idol. Yeah, yeah. Billy Idol, yeah. Definitely. So are you saying you're buying it at its freshest place? No, no, no. Eating Eating yeah, it eating. It, yeah, because buying it too fresh stresses me out. No, you can't yeah. buy it too fresh. Yeah, I usually buy. I, I lean towards the harder side, and I'll and I'll I'll play the waiting game any day. So that's oh, why. Yeah, yeah, you got to get them Dwayne Johnson, and then you're you're giving a date. You're saying I'll, I'll I see you. I'll, I'll let right. you. 
I'll let you do your thing. I'll let you come out of your shell when when you're ready. Right. But then you got sometimes pass. it's hard to predict. Yeah, it is hard to predict. I kind of get stressed out cutting avocados. I'm not gonna lie because I'll never really have a full avocado. I feel like that's too much on something. I'm having mm-hmm. a half usually, mm-hmm. and I never know which side is the better side. Is it the one with the pit or is it the other one? Each avocado is different. I prefer the one. Probably depends if it's a clean cut and it's fresh. The one without the pit probably has the more avocado, but depends. Avocado bias is different every every time. And then I always get stressed out about peeling it. Am I going to get a perfect peel or am I going to... Oh, I don't peel. I don't you enjoy eat it peel. Straight, from, straight from the shell? I scoop it out. Gasoline? With a spoon. You scoop it. I, you I, scoop? I, I loop and scoop. Fruit loop. Wow. You're a peel. I'm never, I'm not, oh, I don't even yeah. know you could peel avocados. I didn't know you could scoop. Key and peel. We're learning something every day. Jason Scoop. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> scoop du jour. That's a great ice cream place in Long Island. Wow, I, oh, I never... No, actually, you know what? I went from... I've never heard of it to I think I've been there. <laughs> Do I think it's my favorite place? <laughs> is it? Is it in the Hamptons? One of the Hamptons? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I went there once. Good scoops. I have no recollection of what it was i do remember it was the summer but no one was there and i was like this is kind of nice that no one's there it reminds me of coming here in the winter (laughs) yeah this is the place where long many braised bits episodes ago i did a so i highlighted qab about young girls calling scoop du jour saying asking if they had toppings that's where this was yes nice yeah that was my number eight the avocado and my number seven is Number seven, simple pleasure, simple joy is soaking in water, just being in water, whether it's going in the ocean, a bathtub, a hot tub, a pool, a puddle. Maybe you're cutting an onion and you get enough tears that you you can fill a bucket and go sit in that bucket. I just, I feel like being in water is calming, it's meditative, it's natural, and and also showering. I love love a good shower, but I prefer to be like... Soaked and in, in sitting down in it. My number seven, taking a rub a dub dub in a tub. That's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. You're JJ ridiculous. You can't you 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 can't soak yourself. You can't. You'd rather get a bar of soap that's been dragged through the mud. What? What's it being dragged through the mud? <laughs> I wouldn't mind if a bar of soap get dragged through the mud. Just put it under water, and it's it's fine. The mud's getting off of it. That's that's the sponge theory. That thing is gross. That thing is growing tentacles. Squidward. I, many people get are opposed to are, aren't bath people. They're not tub people. They're just we're just different. Yeah, I have lungs, so if I had gills, I think I would like being submerged in water more. But I'm a mammal. <laughs> and I'm I'm, a, I'm a sea creature. I'm cold blooded. I went to get a COVID test. And my temperature was ninety seven point six. That's pretty good. That's pretty dang so good. I said cold blooded baby. Came back negatory. We'll we'll talk about it later. I yeah I did I did, I did come back <laughs> negative. But, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's my number seven. Bath nice. My number six is something I've talked about on the pod before. It's restocking paper towels toothpaste, mouthwash, toilet paper. That's a good one. Nothing better 
then when you see something dwindling a bit, a little bit, Dwindlewald from Harry Potter. Spencer I know your, your favorite, favorite uh, book and movie series. Good smell. Yep. To the books. Yep, definitely. And you say, you know what? I'm going to make sure we have more before we run out. Nothing better than that. Nothing better than that. I'm gonna. That's an adult move. It's an adult move. I'm not going to steal or borrow. Remember that uh, ESPN show, Beg, Borrow, and, and Deal? Yeah. Classic. Good I'm not going to beg, borrow, or steal this joke from Rob Stoggy, friend of the pod. Celery What's stock. Up? What's up, Rob? Hope you're doing well. Don't get the sense he's a Brazerback, TBH. <laughs> I, I haven't gotten that sense either. I think he would have a meltdown listening to this. Probably. Yeah. You'd have a meltdown not listening to this, so he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> need to. But he had this, the, the first joke, I remember when he moved to New York, He his, his joke about how he's turning into his parents because he went out and bought toothpaste, and then he came home and realized he still had toothpaste. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then he goes into this whole long thing about it. But I, he's saying that it's like, I don't know if he's happy about it or not, that he's more prepared as he's older. But I I can't believe I lived like that before. I agree. I'm 100% on board with this one. Because you're avoiding that anxious feeling of, of running out. There's nothing worse when you're like, especially toilet paper, something that you use every day. When you're when you're clean out, you're like, I put myself in this situation. I, I have to now, I'm, I'm on the clock. But I, when you're ahead, when you're, get it before it's all out. It's nothing better. At this point, I'd rather get evicted than run out of toilet paper. Agreed. If I if there's no toilet paper or really paper towels or anything, I would call up my landlord and say, "Hey, I'm you're gonna have to find a new tenant because I don't I don't deserve to live here." Right. I, I, it's one huge perk that I enjoy about living alone is that it's like I don't have to depend on someone. When I was in college, I feel like I would kind of resent my oh, roommate. Oh, it's awful. Because, and then you're not communicating, like, and then you yeah. expect them to get it, and then it's like you want them to pull their own. It's, 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 it's just a weird dynamic. Again, now with Venmo, that's probably not as bad. I mean, if you don't want to go, then it's a whole thing. But yeah. I remember it was like we just – I don't even think we, – we must have split expenses somehow. But I feel like we just kind of rotated, and it was kind yeah. of on the honor system. <clears throat> now you can Venmo, but before that, and you had to like get money from people. Right. Get the wax and kneecaps. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. That's a good one. I like that. My number five doesn't so much apply to the city, but out of the city and in the city, finding a good parking space. I have this one. I got this one real high up. It's you a want, good one. I'll wait. I feel like you're going to be more eloquent with finding Ooh, wow. a good parking space. I appreciate that. So we'll, we'll do it at the same time. I'll wait till you have it. Number, number four is also a driving one. When you're on a highway and you're cruising and you look over in the other direction and there's a ton of traffic. Oh, wow. Wow, that's a good one. Holy mackerel. It's it's the most schadenfreude one on the list, but it not only does it give me relief, but it reminds me how, how fortunate and how grateful I should be and how I shouldn't be taking anything for granted because... I'm getting to my destination, no problem. But you just flip that hourglass over, and I'm I'm gonna have to sleep in my car. Car's gonna run out of gas because I didn't get more gas because I deserve to get evicted from my car because I didn't fill up gas. 
I, that's it's phenomenal. It's it's just an instant life giving you like a perspective of like look at look at what those people are going through. Look how good you got it right now. Take it take a second to appreciate it. It's only bad when like you're going somewhere and you got to come back home and you're like I hope that I don't have to go through that in a couple of hours. That's true. Like yeah, some people say like you know those uh, Corona commercials, not for <laughs> coronavirus, but the beer. And which ones? You're on like just relaxing Life's on a beach. beach. Yeah, all of them is like life's on a beach. That's like the picture of relaxation, picture of being calm, pic- yeah. picture of I have no worries in life, things are good. Yeah, I mean it can't be a beer, but any other thing should have a commercial of you driving and then no traffic and there's traffic that's to me is like where i'm at my beach that's bliss that's, that's euphoria yeah. yeah i like that yeah that's a really good one wow top notch that's your number five it's my wow. number four it's your number four impressive list so far by numero six is a freshly made bed with clean linens and a clean comforter like a fresh bed fresh made bed with everything's clean Cozy, clean, comforting. I like the act of making a, a fresh, clean bed, but then hopping into a clean bed, it's just like it's a it's like a, a hug. It's just it's a it's nothing better. I sometimes get that when I go to when I'm in like a hotel room, but then like you kind of realize that it's not that clean, obviously, because more people are in there. But just a freshly made bed, something about it. I also enjoy a, a, a part of this a little. Like part of making a bed, I, I enjoy the simple pleasure every day of making the bed. I think that's a good way to start the day. Yeah, Bed Williams. That's all I got. Making a bed. Bed, Fresh bed redemption. Bed. Red bed redemption. Yeah. Bed Zeppelin. I like that. Bed Schneebly. I'm trying to think, like, what other Ted's are there? There's not a lot of Ted's. Bill and Bed's excellent adventure. There it is. There it is. I love a good bed. I appreciate a clean bed. Kate is in charge of cleaning our sheets. Cause I didn't, it's impressive as a man that you clean sheets. I never did that in my life. I thought it was illegal. It is illegal. I do it undercover, and I definitely don't do it as often as I should. But that's an, it's, it's kind of similar to the restocking, where it's like I know how this is. This is good for me. I need to. It's not just good for me. It's like something I need to do. Gotta take care of it. Yeah, I'm gonna say that I, I like it and I appreciate it, but I don't appreciate it as much as I should, because sometimes we'll get into bed and Kate will be like, "You notice anything?" and I'll be like, "Oh, clean the sheets, sheets are clean," but I, <laughs> I don't really notice that the bed sheets are cleaned until wow. I'm prompted. So wow. That's on. That's on me. Bomby blazer. Yeah, that's something I'm. I'm a big, very observant of clean sheets. Bingo. In, in soccer, when you don't concede a goal, it's called the clean sheet. Really? Yeah. Like smells that. good. <laughs> My numero five. I got a so- clean sheet. Sorry. <laughs> Unlucky. Oh. <laughs> Similar along the line. Scottish accent. Yes. <laughs> it's one of my few accents. Mine, it's similar. My number five is similar along the lines of making a bed. It's in the middle of the night. Flipping a pillow to the cool side, flipping over the pillow, you wake up, you got a little bit of a headache, you're, you're not you're not comfortable. You're like, well, how could I fix this? And you're like, oh, I know what the, the one thing that fixes everything. You flip the pillow, you're flipping the script. 
you flip the pillow it's like a whole new experience it's a it's fresh it's fluffy it's cool you 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 forget all your worries and you fall back into a little rem cycle slumber my number five lance is flipping the pillow to the cool side it doesn't do it for me oh my you have you ever i don't think you've ever done it have you ever flipped the pillow all the time the problem is that you do it and it's great for five seconds and then you're back to square one you're not i got a hot head you got you got to get better pillows. You got to get better high quality pillows that are designed to be flipped. I you actually flip I them. think at this point I prefer to sleep with the pillow on top of my head. You're not one of those that you, you sleep on the I that is that's crazy. You you have the pillow on your head like you're suffocating? Sometimes. I don't really know. I I'll let you know. I'll I'll, I'll now take stock of it. Chicken stock. Top Razorback Phil Jackson sleeps his, with his head face down into a pillow like he's he's like deceased. It's unbelievable. I don't know how he breathes. That's, that, I mean, he's got that triangle often, so it makes sense that he's figured it out, but that is crazy. It's the funniest thing when we used to have slumber parties back in the day, like yesterday, and you wake up and you see him face down in a pillow. It's, 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 it's a little bit alarming, but when you realize he's breathing, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, sounds like he had one too many sunny D's. Yeah, he was juiced up. Yeah, <laughs> happening until the Capri sun rises. <laughs> the sun is rising on on this list. I'm I'm very surprised that you're not a big flip p- pillow guy. I feel like, you, well, it, it makes sense if you're not sleeping on the pillow, you don't need to flip it. Also, when I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm more like frustrated. Yeah, it's you like, to, don't you want to fix it? No, it's like it's like I made a mistake. <laughs> it's like. I should have had a better sleep than this, and it's my fault. So I'm mad that the sleep is the perfect sleep is ruined. I know that feeling. It's like when you leave. It's like when you're a pitcher and you leave the pitch over the middle, and they whack it, and you're like, "Ah, I should have put it more inside. Right. But if you flip a pillow, you might get your stuff back. You might. It might help put a little grease on that curveball. That's true, but the the sleep is already a bit compromised, so I'm a little frustrated. Well. Tough. Super tough. Uh, my number five. No, that was number five. My number four. Another thing I do mostly at nighttime in bed. It's knuckle and toe cracks. Cracking knuckles and cracking toes. Oh, my God. Do I love cracking my knucks and, and toes. Especially, like, after a long day and, like, you haven't done them yet. And you know before you know your body well enough. You know your fingers and toes well enough that you got cracks coming. And... It's just a little little sense of joy, a little little physical relief, the sound, the feeling a good a good toe crack before going to sleep. It's it's like smoking crack. I've never done that, but I've cracked a bunch of knuckles, and that's why it's a number four. Yeah, I was very close to having this on my list, and I decided not to. So I'm very glad that you do. Wow. I, yeah, it's, I, I, it was almost a little higher, but it's been, I think four is a good spot for it. I'm a it's big knuckle guy. It's a good spot for it. And I mean, I'm dead serious. This is, I'm not trying to crack you up. Don't crack me up. I feel pre- some people don't. There's actually um, a whole TikTok trend of chiropractors filming themselves cracking hot girls' backs. It's it's, it's very it's unbelievable. But just like even watching that, like seeing people get their own back cracked and like certain body parts like cracked, it's it's phenomenal. That sounds like the greatest distillation of the internet I've ever heard. 
It is. If someone, if like an alien asked me to define the internet, I'd be like, it's mostly videos of chiropractors cracking the backs of hot girls. <laughs> it's insane. And they, they make it seem like, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm showing, I'm trying to promote my business and like my, my practice. And this is just a random patient that I'm, I'm cracking their back and she's just wearing, you know, just tight pants and bra. But it's not because of that. It's because I'm cracking her back. That it that shows how absurd it is to like try to do anything now. I can see like <laughs> like the most successful chiropractor, and they interview him, and <laughs> in twenty years, and they say, "What's the secret to your success?" And they say, "Well, you know, in August twenty twenty, I had that back crack video of a client that went viral, and yeah. that is the most important thing in my business. Not my education, not my know how, not the way I treat patients, but." This one video where I cracked the back of an attractive woman. <laughs> bunch of cracks, got a bunch of clicks, and that business blew up. Yeah. It's hilarious. Society's cracking up. It is. I, yeah. I mean, you know firsthand from your friend Crack Goldberg. Oh, you, you don't got to tell me twice about Crack. That guy's whack. That was your number four? Yep. My number three is when you're soaked and you get home... And you take off your wet clothes and take a shower. That's a good one, too. Fantastic. I just hate being soaked to the bone. <laughs> Wait, so you, you like getting out of the feeling of being soaked. So yeah. I, I find it annoying that you do have to shower after that happens. Like, you, ha- you, you got to fix it. But I, you, I you like, it. you get like getting rid of that soaked feeling. Oh yeah, it's one of the top three. Taking off soaked clothing. Life. Taking off the soaked clothing—that's phenomenal. You can't beat that. Yeah, because it's it's ridiculous. Whoever You're, wants to be submerged in water like that? Not with clothing on. Not with the not the the right. If you have a bathing suit, if you have uh, scuba diving gear on, that's phenomenal. But if you're wearing a jacket and you're wearing clothes that's clinging to your body. That's a stage five clinger. It is a stage five clinger. Klingon, it's a language in Star Trek? Yeah. I've never seen Star Trek. Neither have I. I'm not a Trekkie. I know Stefan I'm not a, Marburg. I'm not a Trekkie by Brecky. Aww. I love Brecky. <laughs> right? It's my favorite meal of the day. I listen to my Star Trek. And then I talked to my Scottish friend in Wazzy site. Oh, let's have some brekkie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tomo. Unlucky. Unlucky strike there. <laughs> yeah, hate, hate being soaked. <laughs> That's a good one. Super soaked. Can't deny it. My number two is when you finish cleaning your house slash apartment. Wow, wow! It's a we, joyous occasion. We recently we recently turned our apartment into a, a fulfillment center for Big Apple Box. It was just kind of madness. It was boxes all over the place, hot chocolate hanging from the wall, candles on fire. Can it? But if you have too many candles, that's, there was that's uh, too much. packing peanuts. Just like you'd open up a cabinet and packing peanuts would fall on top of your head. It was wild. So we got rid of all the boxes, clean. Now it just feels like a space to live. Again, this is like the little joys in life. It, 
this is showing me how crazy people ages 15 to 26 are where it's like you prefer to live in filth you don't wash your bed sheets you're let you're voluntarily letting toilet paper run out people are are, are mad barking don't know how to take care of themselves yeah. they don't know what's good for them yeah and i just feel like now i'm at the point where the world we talked about i was doing this bit that was actually really working and then comedy stopped but the world is so chaotic that when you go home you want to come home to a place where you're you're zen you're zen but that you feel a sense of like proper structure i was doing this bit basically where i I like not living with roommates because you would go out in the world and you'd get made fun of and then you'd come home and your roommate would say how's your day and you'd say it was tough and your roommate would say yeah because you're real shit (laughs) they'd throw a beer can at you (laughs) and like (laughs) it was a good bit (laughs) i never heard that before (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was really working that's good that's like the opposite of what i want now in a home and it's just so nice that, that you don't have to have beer cans dodge beer cans when you walk on when you come on uh, that's good yeah. that's real rich that's phenomenal yeah simon rich yeah the the, the clean i definitely the, the small joy of feeling after cleaning your apartments it's huge i feel i keep my place rather clean but every morning i do like an overall cleanup just to kind of set the tone of like i'm, I'm it, it, for that feeling afterwards Sounds like someone watched Barney as a kid. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I Pick love it. Again? I mean, it's I'll like, you know, wash the dishes or I'll put stuff away yeah. and then I'll kind of do that hand thing where you're like, all right, all done. And I yeah. feel great. And then there's that little thing of like, oh, there's still life is still an empty void. But right. mostly it's this is great. It is great. Yeah. It's a little joy. I'm, I was a, I actually was a big Barney kid. Same. Baby Bob. Yeah. My number one is was foreshadowed actually. It's when you really, really, really have to pee, or mostly when you really have to poop, and you're able to, and you don't shit your pants because you finally made it home. Wow! Uh, it happened to me just a few hours ago. It really happens to me if ever I take like a long walk or I spend time out of my house, not close to a bathroom. I'd say at this point, one out of every like six times there's a decent chance of this happening sure thousand percent the poop is the having to poop out out in public that's the worst yeah and when you finally make it back to where you you make it back home and you just you know i people talk about heroin and i'm sure it's great but it can't be it can't be it's got to be the same thing as that definitely it's got to be up there i used to when I would get very nervous before stand-up, I would have to go to number two. And then there was like the, the dangerous game of like, I'm up next, but I have to go number two. Can I get it in before I go up? If Sometimes if you would be, be able to go and get back before your spot, that's euphoria. You get the relief. You get you get it out of your system. You're able to go. It's that's, That to me was top-notch. Hosting comedy shows, there's oh my so God. many people who will be like, I'm, do I have time to go to the bathroom oh before I go up? I hated that because if you know when you're up, just go two or three people before. Exactly. I was always having to like go downstairs and find people like right. 
it was it was terrible i actually talking about though i've ne- i've never been afraid of that doing a set i mean usually sets are 10 minutes and i'm i feel like i could handle 10 minutes but i the only thing i was scared of for my wedding was that hmm. i was going to be on the altar and have to poop <laughs> so i made sure to poop like an hour before the ceremony wow and I actually it was actually maybe a half hour before people were like in the wet like people were uh arriving and wow. i snuck up like upstairs and no one let it rip it was not, it was good that's huge yeah what a relief definitely that's a good one that's a phenomenal one my number three is the subway arriving when you get to the platform. That perfect timing, that once in a, a lifetime, not once in a lifetime, but happens once, only once in a blue moon. I don't take the subway, I haven't taken the subway since the 40s, but especially coming back to a story after a long night, late at night, after some stand-up, and you arrive to the platform and the subway's just getting there, it's like, it's, you think, you just, it, it, it's, it's the universe giving you a little uh, pat in the back, it's, it's the best feeling. You feel like things are starting to go your way. It's timing. Um, there's plenty of times when you get there and you look up and it's 25 minute wait or it's you just missed it. But when you get there and it just arrives, nothing better than that. It's a real good one. I thought about having it on my list, and the only reason why I didn't is because it kind of reminds me of Vegas. Like mm. once that happens to you, like twice in a row, I'm like, right. I gotta stop taking the subway. Because exactly. you know that the other shoe's going to drop real right. soon when you don't want it to. You got lucky a few times. You're going to lose it all the next time you take right. the subway. So I always get it, and I'm I'm really happy in the moment. But the second I get on the train, I'm like, oh, no. Interesting. I, it's it's kind of like Vegas in a way also where, like, once you start winning, though, you want to press your luck. It's like I might just start uh, – I might go to Brooklyn. I don't, I don't need to go to Brooklyn, but I, I might transfer over, hop on the L, see if it's there. That's the opposite. That's the opposite for me. I feel like if I'm getting lucky, I'm like I gotta cash out. I gotta <laughs> return my Metro card, buy a car, yeah. move to the suburbs, start a family. Too good to be true. Yeah, I get that. Speaking of buying a car, my number two. We you talked about it. It's my number two in the list. It's for me. It's someone pulling out of a parking spot right in front of your destination at the perfect time. I mean, living in a story with a car, it's happened to me a few times. Is someone pulling out of a spot in front of my apartment? It's like that's the subway arriving when you get to the platform on steroids. It's like an unbelievable feeling. It's incredibly lucky. You feel like it's a godsend. It's it's, it's got to be something spiritual. It feels like if you did something right, karma's coming back around. It, very rare. I remember at like the movie theater sometimes that would happen if like someone would pull out in a spot like close to the theater or at the mall. It's just a it's a great feeling. It's it's, it's like you want to look around to see if anyone else like sees this happening. You like it's like can you, anyone else believe it? It's incredible. It's my number two. Yeah, if you could find the perfect place to Chan Ho Park with your David Carr. <laughs> wow, that's a bada bing bada boom number two. Yeah, exactly what you said. I can't really replace it you do feel like you're getting away with something but i also feel like that i i always feel like i kind of deserve it when that happens because to me if you're driving somewhere then there should be parking like the fact that if you're driving somewhere and there isn't any parking feels like some sort of deficiency of the world 
and it mm-hmm. should be corrected. Like I blame the world for that. If you're going somewhere and you have a car, society should create places for you to put that car. And if it doesn't, that's the fault of society, not your own. That's interesting. I, I mean, that but living in a city, I guess it's just that not designed to have a car, really. And in Astoria, I have a better chance of finding parking on, on the streets. But it's it's still, it's like, that's a part of why it's like, I don't use my car as much as, I don't use it daily because it's not guaranteed that I'm going to have a good, find a good parking spot, which is, it's just crazy. Yeah. And we've talked about this. We're sort of been kind of considering moving to Brooklyn and getting a car and parking on the street. But living in Manhattan, we like we don't have a car because of this reason. Like, we don't have a car, so we don't get in the situation. But if we had a car, then situations would arise in which parking should exist. If you get a car, there's going to be a whole new world of QABs and highlights. I remember that crazy car story you had in Boston when you had you were parked behind like a delivery guy or something. Yeah, what a wild ride that was. Day. Yeah, my numero uno. I haven't done this in so long. I probably did it during the summertime, actually, but I miss it. It's having a football catch or a baseball catch. The the peak, the best possible place for me is doing on the beach, having a football catch. But in the at a tailgate, scraping your knees, having a football catch, diving for balls over cement, getting a bloody kneecap, having a baseball catch with with somebody with the the, the ball popping the mitt. Letting your arm get sore, sprinting for balls, running routes, just that connection with somebody, a little back and forth. You can have a conversation while you're having a catch. You can make it competitive. It could be casual. It could be serious. It's just, I highly, I miss it very, very much. Haven't done it in a while. It's my number one simple pleasure having a catch. It's not bad. No, it's great. It's it's better than not bad. It's it's my number one. It's not bad. It's, it's incredible. It's not bad. No, you don't. I don't think you've had a good catch. I think you play catch. You don't have a catch. When there's like the classic having a catch with like your dad and you know talking about, hey son, how's your life? Sure. I feel like you're not having a good catch if you're able to have a conversation like that. You got, as you said, you got to be diving, ducking. You get that connection through that. Also, I always feel like you're too far away to really like conduct a conversation. You're like, hey son. Get good you, grades. Like that doesn't. You're, you can have a, a medium length catch and still. If you're out on like a, a street in the suburbs where there's nobody around, you can be like 15, 20 yards, have a casual catch, have a casual convo. I guess. I can't really do catches anymore because I tore catch my shoulder. Only. Makes sense. So it's on me, Blazer. I get it. I understand that. Maybe I'm jealous. A little bit of jellyfish there. Yeah. Getting stung while I'm submerged in the water. You could do a a football kick back and forth. I could do it. It just it would at some point just get painful. And a foot baseball is easier than football. Football I at some point just wouldn't be able to throw it as that far. Yeah. It is crazy the older we get. Like if you have like a long catch, I remember the summer I had like a long like catch for like 45 minutes the next day i felt like my shoulder was gonna fall off i also though i mean maybe i just haven't had as many good catches in my life but i i, I think they're great but then like eventually i just get bored you gotta come up with creative ways of, of making it fun especially on the beach you can be jumping into the ocean 
running routes, oh, diving. I hate that. And then you, you like miss the ball, and then you gotta wait for the other person to swim five minutes to like. <laughs> It's not even it's like right next to them, but they're just splashing around trying to get it's the, the ball. best. You're on the then you have a second to like look around and be like, look, look, look at me. I'm, I'm at I the also beach. I get so nervous, especially around Bleecker Street. You ever notice sometimes people have like catches on like Bleecker Street? Yeah, it's only something I've right. You've seen this before, right? Yeah, I've, I've seen a guy hitting golf balls. Yeah, that guy is always there. That guy is awesome. Yeah, that guy's that. great. And they're not really golf balls. They're like, uh, like it's not like you, it's not like no. they're dangerous. It's like. Like what? Like it makes him out of like milk cartons or something. Yeah, he's, like, he's got like a. I've seen like many different people, like celebrities, play with him. He's got he's got yeah. some kind of cool name. It's a cool yeah, it's a cool thing. Um, but people have football catches sometimes, and I'm always just terrified that someone's gonna get hit by a car, that someone's gonna run over a baby trying to go for the ball. There's so many insurance and liability, and this this goes back to the beach umbrellas. This is not gonna. I mean, it's not gonna happen until it does. It's, it's like it's like if you why why you gonna drive a car? You might get into a car accident. It's not that. It's because it's easy. It's not the place for this to exist. Why burn a candle? You might burn down your apartment. It's not because having a catch is not the place to have a catch. It'd be saying like burn. That'd be saying that you're lighting a candle at a gas station. <laughs> That's what you do. You have it. You're not. I, I'm not a big fan of having a catch on a busy street. That, that's something I wouldn't do. Have I done it? Sure. I've actually done it in front of my apartment in Astoria, and an old uh, Greek lady yelled at me and my cousin and told us to go to the park. That yeah, being said, as you should. That's where you should have a catch. You shouldn't have a catch on the street. Well, we just. I know. You we run just, over babies. We are desperate for a catch. Desperate housewives go to ABC. Benedict Cumberbatch. Good. <laughs> End scene. That was a good top nine. Great top nine, phenomenal. I uh, I think I say this kind of every week, but I, I mean it every week. But Kate, Kate's predictions this week, I almost wanted to invite her on the pod because her list is unbelievable. It's 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 incredible. It's inconceivable. Can I go into it? You can. Or should we go? Should we do our highlights? No, you already did the highlights. All right. This is from Kate predicting Lance's top nine. Love this topic. I may not have gotten this. I may not have gone the same direction Lance did on these, but I'm guessing them anyway. When I here we go. When I order too much at a restaurant or make too much of some food and give some of it to Lance. How sweet is that? That's so nice. How nice That's is that? Very nice. What a sweetie pie. Making a nice cup of coffee, including grinding your own beans, to start the day. Good. Well, I, I thought about that, and then it came out of my head, and I don't know why I didn't put it back in. It's I was great. thinking about that as well. Yeah. I don't grind my beans enough. I grind my gears. I don't grind my beans enough. Mr. Bean. <laughs> Finding something you lost a while ago and were convinced was gone for good, like an article of clothing or an AirPod. There's Mine still, is still missing there, PS. There's still, yeah, still a missing no. AirPod. That's I think, a frustrating I think the millionaire store might have took it. That'd be insane. Just having one AirPod. He was walking around with one AirPod in his ear. Seeing a friend you haven't seen in a while and it's all still the same and you can pick up right where you left off. I hope she doesn't feel that way about me. <laughs> I, I, I like that one a lot about comedy people. That's I a really like good when, one. Yeah. When when I did a few couple outdoor shows this summer and you would see a comic and be like, I haven't seen him in six months, but it's like pick up from where you left off. Yeah, that's great. Feeling. Yeah, comedy people, high school friends. Sometimes it could be like that. 
High school friends, not so much. When it, <laughs> oh, you're you're doing comedy? You think you're a funny guy? That's, I guess that is picking up where you left off. Exactly. Think, <laughs> thinking you ran out of something, but realizing you have another, like running out of tube. You have another, like running out of a tube of toothpaste and remembering you bought a two pack. Doesn't happen to me. <laughs> Making leftovers into a new creation. It's a good one. That's a good one. Very good one. Making a friend while online at a store doing some errand. I'm thinking specifically about one time recently when I was at Trader Joe's and I just had the nicest conversation with the woman checking me out. A surprise human connection while doing the mundane. Yeah. That's Kate's really good at that. She's friendly and outgoing and people like talking to her and being around her. So I can't say that I have that same experience, but... I've had that. I'm not that way consistently. When I have that, I wish I was more outgoing naturally. But when I'm like, when I have those little mundane connections with somebody, it's always the best. I yeah, it's good. I feel like, like I build like over time. I build relationships. Like if I'm going to the same place a few times, I'll eventually become friends with the person. But like one offs, I'm never really. I'm never good one off. Right. So it's it's weird. Sometimes I'm better one off because like there's no pressure on building a connection. That was it. That was your predictions. Some good ones. Great ones. Phil Jackson. <laughs> I I read her Phil Jackson's predictions, and she was like, you know, he really should be a writer. <laughs> <laughs> he would love Phil would love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> he writes these crazy intros. It's pretty impressive for someone named Phil Jackson. Running the triangle. He's also writing a novella. Might might as well call him Philip Roth. If if you want. I'm not going to say that. All right. This past week has me feeling less like the Zen master and more like Phil Jackson, president of basketball operations (laughs) for the Knicks. (laughs) (laughs) Phil, what an opening. The simple, Downtown, he's in fuego. The, the simple pleasures in life would seemingly and obviously be a nice white horseradish, maybe capers, or a sticky wet bar floor. Oh, he's coming after me! But that's not what—that's not what my triangle offense has in store today. Throughout a year where small small joys were so important. Making these predictions for my best friend is one of my absolute favorite simple pleasures. I'm emotional. Sweetie no pie. way. In Come the, on, Phil! In the vein of the holiday season, I want to thank both Braze chefs for making my Zen Master skills a reality during this insane year. No, thank you, Phil. Thank you. <laughs> While I don't know if I'll hit any this week, I do hope these will provoke some playful fodder. Without further ado, here are my simple pleasures. What an intro. What a heartfelt intro. Getting into a freshly made bed. Come on. No. He didn't. No. That's his number one. No. What a prediction. When someone cooks a meal for you. That's very nice. Wow. Emotional. When you don't need any TP. When you don't need any TP? I I assume that he's like, like... a that's, clean log? I, I, no, <laughs> I thought that he was talking about that he like he thought he needed more, but then he there was more. 
But no, yeah, I'm he's think, just I think he's no, talking about if, pooping without knees and DP. And he's a, he's, I mean, this is. I love that. Yeah, I'm not, I love that. I don't. I can't say I've ever done that. Even it's, if it's, even if I'm doing a solid log, I'm making sure. Sometimes if you if you do it so solid, you don't need to because you built up a tolerance. <laughs> Sorry, that's it's an old bit. <laughs> it's one of my grossest bits. Love, keep keep doing it. No line at a busy store or restaurant. Ooh, wow! I like that. That's phenomenal. Bread basket pre meal. Wow, another great one. Phenomenal. A good bread basket. That's the best. Just making your flight slash train. Ooh, train for sure. I mean, that was my number. You had, you had it three. Yeah. But I've never, I've never had that feeling of just making a plan. I, I get to the airport five hours early. Again, I don't, if I ever missed a plane, then I would. What would I do? I kind of wish I was the kind of person like I listen to Mark Norman's podcast and he always talks He's like, about. Yeah, how, I almost made the plane. I yeah, made the plane. I just got onto the plane. He's they're like closing the doors. They're, the the plane is pulling away. He jumps on the wings. Yeah, and gets on. Like I, I just have never. I, I'm I'm always there super early. Uh, yeah, you got to get to the airport like four hours early. Yeah, but the train, hundred percent. Bonus riling up Jesse with my predictions. Wow, another callback. Brain Love that, Bill. I he I think he really took it to heart. I really shellacked him last week with that chicken yeah. salad, tuna salad, uh, uh, underrated food. But he comes back with an emotional, heartfelt spot on his number one. His first prediction was get making getting into a clean bed. Come on, Phil. That's why you. That's why you're the best. He's running that offense. That triangle, that Zen master, Action Jackson. I have an ad. Please. This is an old sponsor, Chairspace. Chairspace. Having unwanted flair in your personal lair could be difficult to bear. But with Chairspace, we take away the Trenton hassle and make you the master of your own personal domain. With competitive Fisher prices, Chairspace will dare you to care and give a messy room a rare, fair, and square chance to look better for wear. Whether you're redoing that stable for your mare or upholstering a comedy club called the Grizzly Pair, working with Chairspace will ensure that you don't fall into a spiraling despair. Quit being stressed and come up for air, and turn your personal space into a championship environment worthy of Bryant, Bear. Do it smart, do it simply, do it with Chairspace. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Great use of Trenton Asset. What, yeah. what, a, what a reference. Yeah. That's what Chairspace has given us. Good Are they paying us? No. but Not yet. That's... That's support our Patreon. Support our Patreon. We have a question this week, actually, from the pod nemesis slash Jesse's friend, Eric Seidel. Not my words, but I, I do enjoy Seidel's questions. I enjoy his uh, enthusiasm in, in him being part of the pod. It's a good question this week. Seidel actually also told me he started watching Uncut Gems, and I don't know if he wants me to give his review, so I'll just put it out there, and if he wants me to give his review, then I'll do it next episode. But I couldn't tell because it's weird. Sometimes when he texts me things, I assume he doesn't mind if I share it with the pod. But sometimes yeah. I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know if this wasn't. I don't want to make our our friendship everything. Sure. Just the pod. So everything that I've learned about Seidel from the podcast and through you makes me feel like he almost tells you things for it to be on the podcast. I, I think so, but I'm just gonna make sure, and okay. if I could give the review. Just say it, I'll say the okay. My, my prediction is that he hated it. Well, wait. 
Okay. Anyway, Seidel asks a question. I actually don't have it pulled up. I, I think I know. Wasn't it just... Yeah, he said, when you go to a wedding, what is the better order, chicken or fish? <laughs> I, I thought off the mark, it was insane. It's an insane question. 100%. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I have chicken every day, pretty much. I, I wake up and I have chicken before I have a glass of water. Um, I love chicken. I'm pro-chicken. But if, 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 they're, if I'm at a wedding... I'm going to I'm going to get the fish. Unless the one thing is I'm not a big salmon guy. If if the fish is a salmon, I may go chicken. But most I feel like most weddings they also have a beef option. So I'm 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 usually going to go beef over chicken and fish. But if it's just fish or chicken, I'm going fish. Yeah, so this is what would also kind of put me it gave me my my red flag. Sidel has actually told me that he he used to have a policy where he just didn't go to weddings because he didn't want to go. But he's Great recently policy. lifted that. He was a groomsman in my wedding. He said he was going to lift the policy for me. And I know he's went been to another wedding. So I think he might have lifted that policy. But chicken, it's it's usually a meat, like a, a non-fish. It's, so like at our wedding, the choices were short rib, I think, I think a salmon, and then a, a vegetarian. So to short me, it's always rib. like a, a beef slash chicken. Hmm. Beef, pork, or chicken, but usually, I guess, I mean, I feel like at Jewish weddings, it's never pork, and I feel like, I don't think I've ever been to a wedding where it's not, like, a steak or a chicken. Yeah, I've never seen a pork wedding. Yeah, so beef slash chicken, fish, I feel like it's usually soup, uh, tuna or salmon, or a vegetarian. I I say, you gotta go with the vegetarian option, and I'll tell you why. Please. Jesse, I'll tell you. Please. Do you want to hear it? Please, I'm begging Please, you. I'll let you know. Remain. Okay. The co- like the dinner at a wedding is not the culinary highlight of the wedding. The cocktail hour is. I'm going ham or egg roll at the cocktail hour. <laughs> so I'm not really concerned. And then like I'm having that salad, I'm having the basket of bread that they're bringing at the table. And I also kind of want to have the dessert probably. So the main entree is actually the thing I care about the least in the grand scheme of wedding food. So I want to have the thing that's the lightest. I also mm. think that vegetarian is the one where they actually have to, at a wedding, the caterers have to do a little bit more work. Sometimes they'll mail it and it's terrible, but like you could just skate by on having a, a filet mignon, right? You just say it's filet mignon, everyone will think it's fine. A fish, I do think sometimes, you could have great fish at a, at a wedding, but sometimes it's just like that salmon that tastes fake and it's yeah. terrible. So I, and the vegetarian I think has the has the maybe the lower ceiling but the highest floor. That's a good theory. I never thought about that because it's also they're, they're probably making less of that option overall compared to the other two. That's a good that's a good strategy. I like that, and I agree about the entree at a wedding being not the highlight culinary the culinary highlight. But so that's why I'll usually go steak, but I don't feel the pressure to like eat all of it. I'll usually get it because if it's good, I'm going to enjoy it. But if you have a couple of bites, it's not like insulting to anybody. You either you're dancing or you're, you're, you're full. You're kind of, it, it's kind of like rolling the dice. If it's, if it's a good steak, I'm going to enjoy it. But if it's not, no one cares if I don't eat all of it. Dice steak Matsuzaka. Bingo. Hideki Matsuzaka. 
Saka Goldberg. But I've never heard of, like, Seidel's original question of chicken or fish. It's like, I also, but I, I do, I enjoy his his uh, policy about not going to weddings. Literally all of, all of my high school friends just got engaged. I'm going to have, like, 30 weddings in the next two years. Am I, am I going to all these weddings? Well, if not, if COVID has anything to say about it. Yeah. I'm getting the fish. You're getting the fish. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to prepare some plays for a certain triangle offense wedding. That one, I'm I'm looking forward to that wedding. I'm excited to get the Zen mastered up. But I got I got like a. I got the local bodega guy guy's cousin wedding coming up. I'm not going to that. Then you don't have it coming up. I'm not. Gonna, yeah, it's, it's not coming up. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the question. Poker player Eric Seidel, appreciate your friendliness slash nemesisness of the pod. If anyone has a question, please send us any question you'd like to ask. Don't feel intimidated. Our Instagram is always open, BraiseBits at in- or inst- handle <laughs> at BraiseBits. <laughs> we have an email, BraiseBits at gmail.com. Again, BraiseBits at gmail.com. Send us anything you'd like and we'll, uh, we'll answer it. Love it. Want to get in some QABs? We do. I got a great one. I actually hyped it up to you when we recorded our off menu. It's been over Maybe. a week that or I think exact yeah over a week that I that it's happened. But you well, want me to you want me to do it? I you're gonna mine's not that good. So let me okay. go first. You, I don't want to be buried alive. Mine's mine's pretty quick, pretty simple. I feel like I've already done it already. But speaking of a bodega guy. I have a, a local corner. It's, it's more of a market than a bodega. It's, 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 it has, it's a little more than just a bodega, but it's where I go <clears throat> a couple times a week to get a uh, some lunch. I'll get my classic grilled chicken wrap. And there's usually the same guy there making wraps, salads, and sandwiches. He knows my grilled chicken wrap. We have a little rapport. We have a nice little connection. This week, there's there's a new guy. There's a new guy in town. I'm fine with new guys. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. But the first thing, his first look at me, he gives me like a, a scowl. He's got, a, he's in a bad mood. He's not, he's not in the right energy to really make my chicken wrap. But you know what? I'm, I'm gonna push forward. I, I, I told him what I want. I want a grilled chicken wrap, and he starts making assumptions. He goes, "You want, you want tomatoes? You want mayo?" And I'm like, "No, I kind of just tell you, like, let me tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Said, Don't." Listen, listen. You don't need to start making assumptions, because I then I feel bad. He's like, "You want tomato? You want mayo?" I said no to two things he's, that he just thinks I want, and now he thinks that I'm I'm busting his balls. Why don't you just? All I want is onions and and green peppers. But I, so just I know it, it sounds condescending that I'm this guy's probably has a hard job. He's he's a he's out there in, during COVID times. It's tough. It's not easy. But take it easy. Listen, don't tell me. Don't just, just listen. That's my QAB. That's you really undersold that. You said you get a terrible one. I think that's a really good one. I think the crux of it comes where he's asking you what you want, and I think it could go one of two ways. It could be trying to be helpful, you know, doing ten thousand hours of making uh, chicken wraps. This is usually what goes into them. He's kind of. I think he's trying to rush a little bit. He's He's trying to. He might be, might be trying to rush. There might be a lot of orders. So he, yeah. The other interpretation is that he he knows better than you what you exactly. want. Exactly. 
Exactly. Which is an awful place to be. And not only that, it's it, it's like because you said no, he's making you a rap that he's disappointed in. Exactly. He's You rejected his rap, so now he has to make this thing that he didn't want to make because he wanted to make the one with the Yeah, now tomatoes. I'm the weirdo who doesn't want tomatoes and mayo. It's like... You're the bad guy. You be you were made you were made the bad guy. Exactly. And it's almost like he wanted me the bad guy. He knew the two things that I like I just there's no way I would ever come yeah. near them. I mean, let's be honest. How crazy could you be not to have lettuce and mayo on your chicken wrap? Tomatoes and mayo. It's Double insane. And mayo. <laughs> I'd rather yeah, no, go... I know you got to let you got to let the creator of the sandwich fill in the canvas. Please. Just one time. It's tough. I agree and I think it's who knows what's happened in the day right you know, during doing that job during covid times is not ideal right it's it's 100%. tough i it's a tough thing to balance but at the same time it's it's not it. i would never i would never get angry with this kind of person yeah uh, but i'm using the podcast as a good place to vent it's, yeah it's a good good place to vent about it yeah my qab i went to get a covid test this was last week it came out negative but bingo it's it's kind of it's not LaGuardia Airport, so it, the lines are long. Where'd you go? I went to Delancey Street. Wow, North Delancey Park. Delancey, Delancey, yeah, Delancey Parker. City MD. City MD. You got to get there real early. I got there at seven thirty. It opens at eight. The line snaking around like a serpent. It's like, did you ever have those birthday parties where you like colored? Draw you like a coloring book, and then you had pizza and ice cream cake, and then yeah. some guy came out with a snake. Oh yeah, the animal parties. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Party Jungle USA. I told Kate that one time, and she like lost her mind, and she couldn't. Yeah, you know, they're just bringing out weird animals, and the snake yeah, pet was, party. Like, the highlight of it. Yeah, and you get the picture with the long snake around. Oh, with, yeah. like, the, the I, people around you. Yeah, yeah. I thought 100%. I I kind of thought that was nuts, and it was just like in a parking lot. <laughs> I remember my sister distinctly having one of those parties. It was it was at like a place, like a pet place that was just for birthday parties. I feel like it's like a place yeah. that had a bunch of animals. They were, it wasn't even there. a pet store. They just like had a snake. Yeah, it's a party snake. <laughs> yeah, slithering into into your birthday cake or, or something. Yeah, giving that nice venom. I told Kate. Kate was like, "That's it." Sounds like a Tiger King situation. It probably is. I haven't seen Tiger King, but. Uh, yeah, it, it was kind of crazy when you think about it. This line was was snaking <laughs> around like these party jungle <laughs> USA, and waiting on this line for like forty minutes. You finally get to the front, and how they do it now is because I guess the lines are like six, seven hours long. Is it's like a restaurant reservation. You give them your phone number, they text you, you're on like the list, and then they they text you a half an hour before your appointment. Hmm. So it's kind of good. It's like resi. It's not a bad system. You have to live in the area, obviously. Well, yeah, if you don't live in the area, it's it's horrendous. Although, yeah. the waits, like, mine was two hours, but when I went back, they went up to, like, four or five. So, you do have to live in the area, but I guess you don't if your wait's five hours. Right. Anyway, so I get back. This is, like, two hours later. And it's kind of chaos. It's, there's one person who is simultaneously getting the new people checked in there's like a line for the new people but then there's a line for the people who are returning so 
the line for the people returning is like roped. It's like a velvet rope situation, VIP. Wow. There's paparazzi. <laughs> people signing autographs. Yeah, TMZ's there. <laughs> we saw you got exposure last week. This Christian, is why you're here. Christian Bale's punching people in the face. And Tom Cruise ranting. Yeah, yeah, Tom Cruise ranting. I haven't seen that, but I I kind of want to see. There's this video about Tom Cruise ranting about COVID or something, right? Yeah. I keep, I keep hearing about it, but I haven't watched it. It's pretty crazy. Uh, it's just the audio. It's pretty crazy. Anyway. It goes nuts. So it's kind of like there's not enough. There needs to be two people. There needs to be one person who is taking the new people, like taking their information down and telling them the deal. And then someone else, like when you go there, you're supposed to check in with your phone so you could be your – you advance to the VIP line. Right. I go up to the person. I wait like a – like five minutes, like a crazy amount of time just to show her my phone, show her my phone, get on the line, get on this new line. I'm getting on this new line. This guy in the other line, older guy, probably like 60, just starts screaming. He's like, you can't get in that fucking line. I saw you. And I realize he's talking to me. He's like, I saw you. Oh, no. <laughs> can't do it. So anyway, he's like with like a wife or girlfriend or something. And she's not saying anything, but it's clear that like she is like, what what decisions did I make to lead me to be with this guy? Like she was mm-hmm. embarrassed, you could tell. Like she didn't say anything. Anyway, this guy gets to checking in his information. He gives them the information. They tell. I could hear. I could basically hear. He's telling her that she's telling them that it's like a three hour wait or something. And then he's like, "It's a three hour wait for us, but these people over there are cutting." And then just like like unloading on this woman who they just don't have enough people to tell anyone oh. what the situation is. Then he walks by me no. and just starts screaming. And I, I at this point just have to I'm, – I'm, I'm pissed. I usually don't respond. But I'm yeah. like, I got You're here at 7 berated. in the morning. He's not hearing. I'm just like, I got here at 7 in the morning. I waited online just like you. Um, Good for you. And then he still – Did he then, accept that at all? Not really. But then his wife is like – this is the after line. This is the after line. <laughs> this he, is like, the after life. He, he still isn't getting it. And she just kind of like pulls him away. Like it, it could have, like if I was a crazier person, it could have easily escalated into a full-blown fist fight. But this guy was yeah. like a 60-year-old man. But he also had like a flat-brimmed hat. Oh. oh. White guy, like long gray hair. This guy so, wanted to rumble. Yeah, he was like a Brooklyn guy, I guess. Like, you know, kind of had like a New York accent. Yeah. So... It doesn't unnerve me, but I'm like, it just I'm like this. This is what the city is now. It's just crazy people screaming at each other, not knowing anything that's happening. That um, is insane. Anyway, so I get in. It takes like kind of a long time. From there, I come out and I'm I'm like walking home. And just out of the, I, like I turn the corner. And this guy just pops out of nowhere, and he's like, he's like, yo, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize that was the other line. My no. bad, man. My bad. And really? He, yeah. And what I'm a like, twist. Yeah, what a twist, right? And I'm just like... Was he waiting for you? I don't know, but it was like an hour later, and he just literally appeared as I turned the corner. That's incredible. He was, he was like, my bad. And I was like, no, it's nuts. They should have more people. Where He's like, this is my third time back. He's And then he's like, I got to wait four hours. What am I going to do? Just stand there? What am I going to do? And he's like trying to get me to tell him what to do or something and then i'm just you know we ended up being fine and he ended up respecting me 
But that's great. That's a great ending. That's it was, it was a wild. It was a wild time. What a relief! It, that that kind of uh, person screaming in your face that could have built up some anger in you. They could have hold on to that, but him seeing you, him apologizing. What a world we live and in! Everyone, his, everyone's his been being was pushed gone. to the brink. I, I feel like his wife broke up with him, and then he was <laughs> yeah. he was by himself. What am I gonna do? Yeah, and he's just waiting for an hour, and literally just popped out of in the middle of the street. Wow, what a full circle moment! Yeah, that's great. That's a good. That's that's one of our top nine QABs of all time. Yeah. What a journey! I'm 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 drained. I'm drained. This episode was too long. No, it's a good enough. Good good time. Should we get into our highlights? No, we already did that. Let's bring in the closer. Let's do it. I'll give you the the honor. All the rise. One, the two. The one, two, three, four. Speed, 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 it's good stuff. We're, you know, doing we're doing the the Jewish Lord's work here. Exactly. I would say sign up for our Patreon just to listen to our last off menu episode. You can get all the episodes. Sign up for, for you can sign up for just a month, I believe, and then you can cancel after a month if if it's not. Yeah, what I think you there like. might be a way. We should look into it. There might be a way to do a one time donation sure there is, or you could just pay for a month. I don't think you're locked into. No, you could cancel any time. So yeah, yeah. Sign up for a month. Listen to our last three G's episode. If you don't like that, I sound like a real salesman. You can you can cancel it, but I think you'll be hooked. If you like, if you don't like that, we'll give you your money back. Except that we won't, because I don't think we can through Patreon. No, no. We will give you a pat in the back, but we're keeping the money no matter what. Yeah, Shout out, Pat. Th- that sounds good. Shout out to Pat. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, and have a great boxing day. (laughs) Absolutely. Big box. Peace. Peace.